there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week, I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favorite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Now, what can I say about my passenger today? He's an icon. He's an award-winning singer-songwriter. He's won more Brit Awards than you've had at dinners. And last Christmas, he had his 13th UK number one album, tying with Elvis. We here at Alan Air are over the moon to be welcoming on board the one, the only, Robbie Williams! final boarding call for passengers, Robbie. I repeat, this is the final boarding call, Robbie. Thank you. Okay, Robbie, we've arrived at the airport. Are you going to pop into duty free? Do you get yourself some sunglasses, some sunglasses up? What do you do? Um... Well, I try to avoid duty-free because the only thing that I want from duty-free is chocolate. And I, I can't afford the chocolate shame and the extra pounds. So honestly, that's what duty-free means to me. It's sort of like you say duty-free, I instantly think Toblerone. So I'm going to stay out. I'm going to stay out of duty-free. Well, don't you get yourself a nice aftershave, a bit of jupe, a bit of Fahrenheit? No, no, no. All my all my aftershave is already packed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I stay out of duty-free. Okay, now you're passing WH Smith's. Do you get yourself a magazine or do you get yourself a thriller? What do you get? Do you get a CD? What do you get? <laughs> I told you it was moronic, this opening bit. <laughs> well, I don't pass WH Smith's. I think you fly private a lot of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we found a flaw with this opening bit in the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I mean, I I I get tarmac access, so I I've never seen a W H Smiths on the tarmac. Are you talking? You you're asking me to remember the nineties. <laughs> God, you sound so decadent. I haven't seen a W H Smith since nineteen ninety seven. 
Well, you know, I I've, I could I could make it up and try to be man of the people, but it's just not my life. Okay, my love. Right, well, listen, well, you're on the plane. Do you watch the movie or do you watch that little plane that goes across the world? Because I quite, I, I find it quite addictive. Um, I quite, I, I kind of look in to see where the plane is across the world, and one of two things happen. It's either, oh wow, we've really, we've really got a shift on here. Uh, uh, we're making great time, or oh my god, there's still seven hours left, you know. Um, but I'm I'm a big film watcher. In fact, I only watch films on planes. I don't watch. I I don't really watch films at home anymore or go to the cinema. So I I can get like three or four films in on a transatlantic f- flight. Have you ever been on anything that's actually on the programme? You know, like when you have a look at the laminate and it says, because sometimes I saw Alan Carr live at the Apollo and I just quickly go up and down, pretend to use the toilet to see if anyone's watching me or whether they're laughing. Um, I have been to the toilet (laughs) and seen over somebody's shoulder them watching me live at the Albert Hall. Yeah, I've seen that. Wow. Were they singing oh, along? I ta- I, no, oh, no, listen, let me tell you this story, right? So, so I was on Qantas flying from Los Angeles to um, Sydney. And um, they gave me a uh, pajama set, you know, on the posh seats. You can get given a pajama set. Yeah. So I get I put on my pajamas. I'm very happy with them. After a few hours... Of, of boredom on the plane I, I get up to walk around so I walk around the plane and I go to see my musical director and I say hello to him and then I, I, I go back to the back of the plane go see some of the backing vocal people and I go see my drummer and uh, then I I come through the cabin and I, I go and see my management and my, as I stand up my management say what's that on the back of your Pajamas, I said, it's nothing. Nothing's on the back of my pajamas. And they said, I think you should have a look. And on the back of my pajamas, in massive lettering, it says, Qantas welcomes Robbie Williams. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like walking around <laughs> the plane with like, two, you know, like when footballers score and then they do two thumbs to themselves on their back with their name. It was the equivalent of doing like if you did if you wondered if it was it absolutely <laughs> is yeah it's Robbie Williams advertising himself <laughs> yeah and in first class your steward who will be looking after you today is Lady Pippa Farquhar Huntington and in premium economy we have Sheila Barnes and in economy it's Diane with her Rottweiler. Now, we've taken off. We're off now. Right. Let's go back to your earliest holiday memory. Stoke. Where do you go to in Stoke for your holidays? Because I'm a Northampton boy, so we'd go Great Yarmouth, Hunstanton. We'd go down the East Coast. In Stoke, where did you go? Uh, you go to Rill oh, I've been Wales, to Rill. Or you go to Blackpool. Oh, I love Blackpool. And I always remember you sort of... You get 50, you you got 50 pence for the first person to spot 
Blackpool Tower. You get the first person who spots Blackpool Tower. You spot a few pylons, wouldn't you? You'd go, oh, no, so it's a pylon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we'd go camping in Rill. Um, or we'd go for the day to Blackpool Tower. No, we'd go today for Blackpool. Oh, check this out. This is how, like, my fortunes reversed. <laughs> uh, so we'd, we'd, get, we'd get on a bus, the Ryan Hall Working Men's Club, right? And they'd put on a day to Blackpool. We'd go to Blackpool and we'd rummage around, do whatever we did, and then come back to Stoke-on-Trent, get on with our lives. A mere 20 years later, the people that own Blackpool Pleasure Beach want to sell me Blackpool Pleasure Beach. You're joking. How mental is that? And did, did you, was you tempted? I am tempted. Oh, I, this, I, is, this I, is ongoing. This is ongoing. No, 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 no. It's not ongoing. But I, I do fancy putting together a consortium of faces, and you're one of those. I'm there. I'm in love. How much do you want? I've got my checkbook out. Okay, we'll 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 talk after the after this podcast. But I think if like a conglomerate of showbiz types got together and sort of revamped Blackpool, do you ever do you ever remember when Blackpool was going to be the uh, Monaco of the <laughs> North? <laughs> yeah. I and remember were, that. Remember? Yeah. There was like huge plans to turn it into like Casinoville and And everyone everyone's was... just gonna go there and get pissed. I'm like, yeah, have you been there? I mean, as if yeah. this is gonna be a complete overhaul of the image. Well, I think us end of the peer types yeah. should get together storm the place and reinvigorate Blackpool. What do you think? I think it's... I can see people riding Alan Carr's big one. I really yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love a go on Alan Carr's big one. Oh, now there's an off you don't get every day. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily... Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your captain speaking. Please drink irresponsibly. You're flying Alan Air. Now listen, tell me about holiday romances. What was Robbie like, little Robbie? Did you fall in love with, like, the the waitress at the cafe? Did you fall in love with someone in the next caravan? Or what was it okay, like? Okay, so, so my dad's a comedian. And um, he used to work in all the... 
what they call the cabaret rooms. Mm. And then in the early 80s, the cabaret rooms disappeared and there was nowhere for him to apply his wares. There's nowhere for him to do his job. So he got a job working for Labrook's holiday camp. And he worked for them for like 17, 18, well, maybe 25 years actually, going from different camp to different camp. He started at Perrin Sands in uh, Cornwall. And I used to go and spend three weeks each year with my dad in his caravan on these camps. I have spent an absolute fortune on holidays, I would say, in the last 25 years. Yeah. None of them have come close to the joy <laughs> and the excitement and the happiness that I had on those holidays while my dad was at work on those caravan sites. Yeah. And when you're talking about holiday romances, I just remember sort of metaphorically working through the gears, like 13, Yeah. I had a kiss. Yeah. 14, it progressed to somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Above the bra or under the bra? Well, 14 bra. Yeah. Mm. Uh, 15, a little bit further. Yeah. And then 16, I was sleeping with the blue coats. <laughs> so, you know, there was, I just remembered like sort of like the progression. You know, like when you get like certificates for swimming when you're a kid. Yeah. If I could have got certificates for sexual endeavours. So you got uh, like, then... like, like the 50 metre finger in. Yeah, the 50 metre finger in or the re re retrieving a, something from a very wet area <laughs> with your, with your pyjamas on. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, there was, I, I hate to be crass, but that was um, what my my youth was like. It's, um, yeah. It it's it progressed from year to year, and yes, there were many holiday romances, and it was very very exciting and heady times. Yeah, I think I remember a time we went we were at Great Yarmouth, and I'd seen this gang of lads, and I just cringe now because I was in the caravan and I could hear it rocking, and I thought the gang was pushing the caravan, and I was going, "Mum, Dad," and I was like, <laughs> "Shut up, shut up." Like this, and I'm like, oh, they're pushing it, they're pushing it, and of course, all all the drawers were coming over the blanket. There's a gang, it's a gang, and of course, I look back now, and of course, it's my mum and dad going oh, hammer and tongs bless. in Great well, Yarmouth. It's, it, it's best <laughs> for for trauma that you actually thought it was a gang of youths. Yeah. Where 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 in Great Yarmouth were you, Caster? Well, I don't know. I can't really remember. But we'd always go there. Great Yarmouth, Hunstant. I remember it being absolutely really windy. But like you said, one of the funnest holidays you can ever have. Because, listen, we've got a bit of money now. And, you know, I go and spend it. But you never really capture that fun of just in a caravan and the rain on the roof. Yeah. I just love it. Uh, well, my, my dad was at Great Yarmouth, too. All right. Can I, yeah, can you and can you remember sort of like walking past shops with no end of tat in it, but you but in my mind it was like 
I don't know. It was Louis Vuitton, and I had to have all of it. And I just imagine what it what what it would be now, looking at the same window and thinking it would probably be like a slinky and some of those things that you throw on the floor that make bangs. Yeah, uh, uh, and a, a little a little pallet gun that shot plastic things. But at the time, it was just like. If only I had money, I would buy all of these things. Yes. And in Blackpool, do you remember those shops that had all the dog shit, the fake dog shit? I mean, yeah. one's yeah. good enough, but there's Chihuahua all the way up to Great Dane. And I was like, oh, I wish because the Great Dane, because you've got more fake dog shit. I was like, oh, I just wanted to get the Great Dane, but I could only afford like a Spaniel shit. I'd never, I'd never seen, I, I, I know there was fake dog shit, but I didn't know that there was, I can't remember there being sizes. Yeah, in Blackpool it there was, was. It was the, it was the sort of like the years of Kiss Me Quick, those sort of. Oh yeah. Those sort of hats. And then the, you know, the workman hat with the, the two beers on the side or the Coca-Colas. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the straws and they were, they were a must have. And then there was a bump at uh, the bumper stickers, weren't there? Honk if you bonk and all that. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be mad to work here, but it helps. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> don't fo- don't follow me. I'm lost too. <laughs> and I like that thing used to get on the back of motorbikes. If you can read this, me wife's fallen off. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was cool. That was funny. Yeah. This is your captain speaking. And remember here, Alan Eyre, smoking is not only allowed, it is encouraged. <laughs> OK, right, so let's move on now. What kind of a traveller are you? Because I don't take this the wrong way, Robbie, but I can't see you relaxing. I can't see you on a sun lounger. I can see you busy, busy, busy wanting to do things. Am I right or am I wrong? Um, yes, you are right. <laughs> I'm normally... Uh, I don't, I don't, don't like, like sand... Really? And I don't like to be in the sun. Oh, okay. I I can't stand to be too hot and uh, I can't stand the sand between my toes. Uh, I've lived in Los Angeles uh, for 20 years, uh, which is by the sea. (laughs) I've never been in that sea. You're joking. No. You don't like the sea or no. sand? No, I don't like the sea and I don't like the sand. Oh. Uh, but I love looking at the sea and I like looking at the sand. Yeah. And I love the sun being out, but I need to be in shade. Uh, normally, if I'm on a holiday, um, I'm playing, we're playing games or we are, uh, or I'm writing songs. Okay, so you don't you can't don't really relax relax do you uh, well my relaxation is amongst a good conversation with friends that I love um, and my relaxation is is writing songs yeah so yeah. that's where I find my my peace I suppose I've spoken to Rufus Wainwright on here and I was saying, you know, he gets inspired by places to write. And if you you read it, you listen to his songs and read the lyrics, it's littered with places. Now, I was looking at your back catalogue. The only place you mention is Party Like a Russian. Yeah. Now, I know I thought that's quite brave considering what's happened recently. Did you get any mm-hmm. um, what's stress for that? Well, any grief? 
What, the song Party Like a Russian? Yes. Um, because no one wants Novichok through the letterbox. No, they don't. But I did, I sort of asked around uh, in friends in high places whether I'd get into trouble for it. Because I genuinely didn't mean to cause any trouble no. by it. And I, they do I, party, not, they do party, the Russians. Uh, exactly. And, you know, it's like I'm, it's sort of me um, looking at it and them being aspirational and not me taking the mickey out of it or judging it in any way. But I think um, one of two things happened. In Russia, people absolutely loved it and and like the fact that somebody from the West is mentioning them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a minority of them were just like, he's taking the piss. I, I'm not having this. Or uh, whatever taking the piss is in Russian. Russian, yeah. As it happens, I landed a plane into... I didn't... I, did, I, wasn't, I wasn't flying it. But I've landed in La Russia I've, since. I've worked in Russia and I've taken off in the plane. And the plane's been fine. And so have I. And you've survived. And I've survived. Oh, that's... And just for the record, I love me some Russia and I love Russians. So there you go. Yeah, because I had, um, I spoke to my friend Rob, he's a mutual friend, Rob Rinder. Now I said, oh, what about Russia? He absolutely loved it. And he was telling me, me and him should go on the Trans-Siberian Railway. And he picked up yeah. Grinder on it. And I was like, really? I mean, because I thought I'd love to go to Russia, but I'm a little bit scared. But Rob was saying how lovely the people were. Direct and blunt, but really lovely. Yes. And also, if you think about it, you know, the added jeopardy with Grinder is with the, the, the heightened sexual experience of that. I would think would not speaking from experience, of course, <laughs> but I would think that that would be uh, uh, there would be an extra oomph to your uh, frisson, let us say. Yeah. And also, there's not many about, so when you get there, you'll be beating them off with a shitty stick. Oh my God, I like the sound of that. Well, I've, no, I yeah. don't because I'm happily married to my husband Paul. But in another, you know, in another in another reality. Where yeah. you were single, you would be beating them off with a shitty stick. Um, <laughs> I like I like Russia. I like Saint Petersburg. But, and yeah, you know, the, I, I've done a lot of work out there, and I've met quite a lot of people, and um, very kind, very kind, very direct. One thing though about Russia <laughs> is like because I'm like northern smiley guy. Hi, pleased to meet you. Right. When I first got to Russia, I was like, "Hi, how's it going, mate?" And they would look, they they sort of look with this quizzical look and quite angry. <laughs> now, here's the thing, right? In Russia, if you smile at somebody that you don't know, you're calling them stupid. I didn't know this. Yeah, but what about me though? So I mean, like, I can't help smiling. It's my teeth. I know, I know, I know, but but. You are going, see you, I think you're a fucking idiot. So when I smile, when you smile, you're going, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and it's really offensive. <laughs> I love that, though. So watch out for that. Yeah, I need to, like, yeah, be a, get a, 
be a bit depressed when I go there. What's on your wish list of places to go and visit once this madness is over? What place do you like going back to? Well, I've got, I've got, an, um, I've got frightfully middle-aged um, during COVID and during this period of my life because I'm actually middle-aged. But I've started to walk a lot. I saw that on your podcast. Well, I heard it on your podcast. You're getting obsessed with your steps. Yeah, I did. I did. 28,000 steps yesterday, right? Uh, 25,000 the day before and 35,000 the day before. Hold on, let me do some quick math. Um, today, if I do the same, I'll have walked Everest in four days. That's amazing, Robbie. Anyway, so the reason that I'm telling you that is this. Do you, do you reckon you'll ever move on to the sticks? You know, those people have the sticks. Do you have them? Because that's hardcore and a cagoule and a bum bag. Got, uh, got the sticks. <laughs> oh, no. Get a life, sticks. Robbie. Uh, Get a life. Hold on. Hold on. Where's my bum bag? <laughs> is it anywhere? <laughs> I can't believe Robbie Williams has got a bum bag. <laughs> Yeah, but... What's in there? Like mints, like some Werther's Original, stuff like that, wine gums? Uh, what's in there? I've got my Nicorette in there. Of course. I've got my phone in there that is counting my steps. I've got some cash, just in case... You see a nice tea shop? Just in case we need to get... A, in case I need to get a Coke Zero or to appease some assailants that need, you know, cash or I get mugged. Um, well, like a highwayman. Highway Where the man. hell are you hiking? Uh, yeah. Well, you never know. In the 1700s. Uh, you never know these. Uh, some doubloons. I carry some doubloons with me. Uh, what else have I got in there? It's like Nicorette, a phone, uh, some cash, um, and that's it. So, you know, in your but party days. Alan, but Alan, it is a Louis Vuitton bum bag. From Blackpool. Yeah. It's not, it's not any, old, any old bum bag. So in my party days. So in your party days, what city would you go to and you know, I am going to have the best time here? Um, Saint-Tropez. 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 Ibiza. Yeah. Berlin. Oh, Berlin. And I saw you perform in Berlin. It was amazing. Oh, bless you. Thank you. But here's the thing, you know, in your party days... You could go all the shot and have the best time of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Any, you know, it could be, it genuinely could be Barrow in Furness and it would be the best night of your life with a bunch of strangers that become instantly your best friends. Uh, but, so, but so are the party days. Saint-Tropez and Ibiza. In first class, you will have an all-you-can-eat buffet, Wagyu beef, Caviar washed down with copious amounts of crystal. Thank you for flying Alan Air. For those of you in economy, you will be jet washed Ribena. So please do not put your hand up. Just open your mouth and let the spray go in. So listen, I didn't know Robbie Williams skied. You kept that secret. How good are you? Well, the ratio of talent to how good I actually am, it, there's a disparity um, I'm a, a lunatic. We know that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I go down the mountain straight. 
yeah in an egg shape and i jump off things but my technique is not very good so i would say that uh 10 points for lunacy but like three points for technique this is what's happened i i, I did all this lunacy and then my beautiful daughter teddy wanted me to go sledging with her and i just imagine sort of like vast expanses as slowly descending gradients on a sledge and uh, no that's not what happened go to the top of a mountain and then come down on a sledge it's not like a black plastic bin liner anymore anyway the upshot of it is 10 seconds in i came off the sledge i got concussion and uh i've bruised two ribs from sledging from from sledging but listen it's it's like I say, I, I expected it to be a really comfortable, slow gradient. Yeah, yeah. But no, 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 no. It's the top of the mountain and then come down again. I, I'm never going sledging again, ever. Isn't it funny with sledging? I've been skiing once and I spent nearly two days just clinging to a tree. Is it like a black run? Is that what? Someone put me on one of those by mistake. And I came down and the only way I could stop myself was holding on to this woman's love handles, yeah? Yeah. And... <laughs> And they saw how, and they gave me sugared water. I hate skiing, so I'm just, I'm just surprised you can do it. But, but Ida's better than you at skiing, is that right? Because I saw on Instagram. No, no, I'm better than Ida is. Why did they give you sugared water? Because I was whiter than the snow, she said, and I looked like I was going to collapse. Was this when you were an infant or when you were grown up? No, I went to Courcheval with Kelly. You know, Kelly loves skiing. She says, Alan and Paul, come skiing with me. So we go there, and this is when Paul was drinking, so we were like, woohoo, après ski. Because you know what? You can, you can get pissed at 11am and just go, excuse me, I've been skiing today. Yeah. It was just absolutely hell. And do you know what? You got those kids who are five and six overtaking you selling move it granddad in french because they've got no fear of their kids do you um do you do you think you'll ever do it again no 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 i don't think you need skiing in your life you really don't tell me about it i hate it i hated it it's just horrible being cold and all that i don't know uh, the faff the faff with the boots and the and the carrying yes. the skis and the getting up and the cold and the the gloves oh. and the pass and I don't think the fun ratio to faff ratio, it's it's just skew if I, I yeah. need more fun than faff and I don't get yeah. it with skiing. Oh, so you go skiing but you do it for Ida and all that? Then you're not like you're not like crazy about it. I've actually taken to walking up mountains now. Oh, I know about you and your walking because you got a stick and all that and a bum bag, haven't you? 2,000 calories in one day. What? How, how's that? I need to know. Where were you walking? Because I walked to Greg's. Literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's a walk up a mountain. I, I burnt 1,300 calories in an hour and 10 minutes. And then in the evening, I went and did it again. <laughs> Because oh, I'm not Robbie, obsessive. Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> they, they broke the mould when they, you went up there, then you did it again. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is this mountain in Switzerland then? Yeah, this mountain's in Switzerland, yes. I was, I was watching your videos, yeah, and I know like um, Angels were filmed in Devon, weren't it? Saunt and Sands. Yeah. Phil was filmed in Alberta, Canada. Yeah. And one of my favourite songs of yours, Go Gentle, and one of my favourite videos is 
when it was filmed in downtown LA. Now, you know you always joke about, oh, you haven't broken America. Now, listen, you must have some power to drive a boat through downtown LA dressed as a captain, and it's more of a galleon, it's not a ship. Can you tell me about how you did that? How did you get that? And full of sailors... I'm not going to say a boat full of seamen because I'm better than that. Yeah, uh, masturbates <laughs> and uh, what? Is that, there was a fallacy that that was the truth, right? That wasn't true, Captain Pugwash. It wasn't masturbates. Seamen stains and masturbates. It wasn't true. I've been going around telling people. <laughs> anyway, listen. Money is money is power in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is obviously the home of the film industry. So, as long as you get a permit and pay the right people, you can go and film whatever you want, wherever you want apart from porn in the valley anymore. Oh, that's a shame. That costs extra. Yeah, that's why I gave it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who's that? Oh, what's that? It's a few of the eight dogs. Oh. I've had to stop doing Zoom meetings now because when I go, hello, the dogs think there's someone at the door and they start barking. Yeah, we, we, we used to have ten dogs. Every time Ida has an emotion, she buys an animal. (laughs) She's like an American Paul O'Grady, isn't she? Oh, she she really is. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk complete decadence now, yeah? I want to talk about hotels. Now, listen, you're, you're a working class boy like me. And, you know, when you start going to hotels, you're really pleased that there's a chocolate on the pillow, isn't it? Then they make the towels into swans. I'm at that level now. When was the last time, someone who has lived their life in hotels, when was the last time you were blown away by what you saw in a hotel? Um, Service-wise, or was there a waterfall in there? Something amazing and decadent. I was in this hotel (laughs) where there was, it was up a mountain, and you're in the jacuzzi, and you press a button, and the roof opens... And the jacuzzi raises up out of the hotel so you are amongst the stars. Way, truth to God. (gasps) And where, 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 which country is this? That was Switzerland. How mental is that? The roof opens, the jacuzzi goes up out of the roof and there you are. Outside of your bedroom, 13 foot up in the air, up amongst the stars. Oh, how amazing. That's yeah, wonderful. Now, listen, I can see in the distance we're about to land, so I've just got time. So I've just got time for a quick fire, okay, my angel? Yeah. Here we go. These are so ridiculous. Okay, quick fire round. Chicken or beef? Chicken. Desert or ocean? Ocean. That's quite deep for me. Sunset or sunrise? Sunset. Nudist or not on your nelly? Not on your nelly. Mile high member or non-member? Can you be half a mile high member? (laughs) I get what you're saying. Um, (laughs) Street food or foreign muck? Uh, Foreign muck. Hilton or hammock? Neither of those. Travel insurance or I'll take my chance. Do you get all your jabs? Travel insurance. Full moon party or full English breakfast? Full moon party. Oh. Well, Robbie, we've just landed now. Have you enjoyed your flight? 
Yeah, I have. Thank you very much. What an excellent service. As usual, you've been impeccable. I'll tell all my friends about you. Please fly with me again. <laughs> oh, oh, I will. And don't forget to pick up your bags. Thanks, Robbie, love. Thanks for listening to Life's a Beach. If you loved it, please subscribe. If you hated it, piss off. Mm-hmm.